Hello everyone, and welcome to Chatter in the Skull. Today we have a special guest and one of my very good friends, Michael Hawk. We'll have some politically inclined questions regarding the Biden ad man and the political climate in general. Catch it all here on Chatter in the Skull. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome, Michael, a cherished friend of mine and an essential component to the uprising of the Ambition Home Division. It is truly amazing to have such a valuable friend on the show, and I am really, really, really proud of what Ambition has achieved with him as our vice president, especially with Witherspoon Living and many, many other ventures. So how are you, Michael? I'm feeling great. That's fantastic to hear. Let's begin where Joe's presidency began to crumble. How did you feel about the Afghanistan pullout? The Afghanistan, I feel it's just stupid. Mm-hmm. I feel if you're going to do something, you got to stay in there. You know, you can't just stop all of a sudden. And I completely agree with you there. I think if we stayed there for like maybe, maybe another three years, we could have won that war. I really think we could have. Stayed there for at least another five Absolutely. So did you think the pullout gave the Taliban a better time frame to take over? Possibly. Quite Mm. possibly. So switching over to the border, how did you feel when you found out Biden opened the border to ridiculous amounts of fentanyl and criminals? See why anyone would willingly do that. I completely agree. It, It is a terrible, terrible thing to do. So as you know, the economy is not in good shape. We're experiencing the highest rise in inflation in recent history. Commodities in the U.S. aren't trading well, and just regular company stocks are falling to tremendously low areas. How do you think Biden can fix this? I don't think he can. I honestly couldn't agree more. So let's go all the way back to the early 1700s when one of the founders of the Republican Party, Horace Greeley, stood up against slavery. And when Abraham Lincoln, standing against his own cabinet, abolished slavery and coming back to the 21st century, when former President Trump signed an executive order supplying dozens of historically black schools and colleges with over a billion dollars in funding. How do you think the Democratic portrayal of the Republican Party today contrasts with what we've done in the past and in the present? seem racist, sexist, you know homophobic Mm. anything like that that's their only argument they're they're just trying to find something to make people hate make allegations it doesn't matter seeing how the democratic system works in real time i don't really think it's going so well our economy is lowering at astounding rates our foreign relations are awful our own government isn't doing a single thing to help the average person yet the democratic media like msnbc cnn pbs and countless others are blaming everyone else do you think the media is doing a good job at shifting the public's view on a situation that they're living through? Uh, I do not. They're blaming us, the citizens. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't make sense because, I mean, there are some people that they're just, I mean, they haven't even been born yet. They're, they're, they're little unborns, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And how are you going to blame that on them? And I'm glad you just touched on that because I think that correlates to the abortion issue as well. So let's talk a bit about the January 6th case. It was a complete surprise to me when Cassidy told all those lives and so many Democrats believed her. Do you think Trump could have dodged two Secret Service agents, choked one, and drove the presidential limo at the same time? The man is 76 years old. This is just unbelievable. You know, training from Tom Cruise, I mean, yeah, that just like some stuff out of Mission Impossible. I just don't believe it. Exactly. Well, speaking a bit more on the January 6th case, do you really think the Democratic public even believes this? I know they're gullible, but this has to be the last straw with them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if they're, you know, if you're saying that in court, I think they needed like Amber Heard's lawyer or something who could have been like, objection, hearsay, you know? I think they, I think they just should have gotten a better lawyer that could have picked up on that and been like, that's hearsay. I couldn't agree more, um, because if the courts granted a cross-examination, she would be destroyed, and the public would then find out that she was lying all along. So, Michael, in my opinion, the country's slowly turning red, and I'm just using Kerry's victory for the Arizona governorship as an example, but I think there's a massive red wave coming. And I think this will impact the midterms. Do you think that we will show a major victory in the upcoming midterm election? We we, we most likely will. Think. I mean, there's still there are also still people waving around the Confederate flag, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think there's still going to be a you know there's still going to be Democrats, of course, but not just mm-hmm. not as much. Mm-hmm. I think we're on the track to take back, you know, America. I'm glad to see that patriotism. (laughs) The liberal media is bleeding on about the Al-Qaeda bombing. I think this will just become a replica of what happened when we killed bin Laden. Another person will assume the place of leader. Do you think the murder of the leader holds any merit, especially when there's a massive possibility of a successor? Well, no, I don't don't think it does. I mean, sure, you might have killed the leader. You can't really brag about oh we killed the leader you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's just that's silly it's just silly if, if you're gonna brag about killing the leader you might as well just you know make sure there's no one to replace him just kill them all exactly because at the core the real person responsible here is not just the leader but the people following him He is a leader. He has followers. And that's the issue. They won't eradicate the entire group. They just keep killing the leader. And Biden is just following in Obama's footsteps with killing bin Laden, but not killing anyone else. He's just killing the leader. And that's the massive mistake. So let's talk a bit about our work. The fall edition of Witherspoon Living Articles. um, I know we've been working really hard on it, and I can't wait to see how our readers react to what we have coming. So how do you think Witherspoon Living is adjusting to the seasons as they keep rolling in? I think I think they're reacting very well. Hmm. I I I like I liked the uh, pumpkin pie article. That was definitely one of my favorites when I saw our prototypes. Everyone listening, make sure to visit the Witherspoon Living website 
for our upcoming fall edition articles. And just if you're looking for any homemaking tips, everyone at Witherspoon Living, including me and Vice President Michael, are always happy to help. The website link, as always, is in the podcast description. It was great speaking with you, Michael, and I hope to have you back soon. Uh, it was a it was a pleasure, and I, I hope to be back on this podcast again. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I hope you enjoyed my friend's point of view. I can't wait to see you on the next episode of Chatter in the Skull.